on the Boss Man Show, New Fordham Rams head coach out of the A-10, Cal Neptune. Coach, good talk to you this morning. How you doing now? I'm great. I'm great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. No doubt, Coach. Tell, tell me this, man. Um, What does it mean to you now to be a head coach? After all this time you put in as an assistant coach now, now you're running your own show now here at Fordham in the A-10, in the Bronx over there, man. BX in the house. So tell us about that, man. Well, it's, it's a dream come true to me, especially uh, to come home to my uh, come back to my hometown, New York City, um, and be a school like Fordham. Um, just you know, with that I'm in completely um, in line with their mission, just in terms of academics and their great alumni and just the campus community. Um, to be back to, to not only be a head coach, but be a spot like this is unbelievable. I'm very excited. No doubt, Coach. Tell me this, man. For you, at what point did you say to yourself that you want to get into coaching? Because I know my dad was a coach himself, so he, I never wanted to be a coach. I want to be in radio. I never wanted to be in a coach. I never wanted to be on that side of the fence. For, so for you, what point in your career as a player that you said, hey, I want to get involved in coaching? Um, you know what? Honestly, it didn't happen until after I got out of college. I got out of college, and, um, you know, I was playing overseas and eventually coming back and being in little, like, doing little camps and clinics, I kind of just caught the coaching bug. Um, and I was just fortunate enough to kind of have a network that helped me get in. I got in at Villanova as a video coordinator and, and never looked back. I was, I was, you know, I was hook, line, and sinker at that point. It's funny you say that because a lot of guys get to start as a video coordinator, like you're exposed with the heat, uh, uh, yeah. a house. And so being a video coordinator can get you, get you going. And I feel like if you, if you know how to break down the film, you learn schemes, you learn stuff, you learn about everything, you can you yeah. learn the game that way. So it's a great, great, way, great way to break in and move up, up the ladder. And I, like you said, now look at you now, Fordham Rams head coach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, I mean, it's just like any other job, you know, like you don't, uh, you don't go to a law, a law firm and it's all of a sudden become a partner. You know, you, you start at the bottom, you, you grow and you build. Um, it, it's, it's the same in coaching. You start um, you start at the bottom, you pay your dues, and hopefully um, you, you get you, you can make it one day. So that's, uh, that's, that's, the norm, that's a normal model for any business. You got that right. Let me ask you this now, Coach Deptoon, is this, man, preparing to be a head coach. I know when I was a, a co-host, I was always thinking about how I do if I was the host of the show, how I do if I was the, the lead dog of the show for you. As you went through your career, how did you kind of prepare yourself for this opportunity that you have today as, as you was going through, you learned on Jay Wright, who was a great coach, chance champion, great program builder. So tell me about that process for you becoming a head coach, how you, how you prepared your mind's mind for it to do what you're doing right now. Yeah, so it's a lot of what you said. You know, I was very fortunate to be around uh, Coach Wright and um, another uh, mentor of mine, Joe Mahalik, who's uh, he's just he, he was just at Hofstra University. They won the, they won the league a couple years ago and so I was lucky around to be a lot of really high-level coaches and had great mentors um, and, and other guys as well. And it's just like what you said, you're, you're going through this thing and you always kind of have in your mind, like, how would you do it? How would, how would you do this? How would you do, um, you know, how, what play would you call in that situation? So, you know, while you're 100% locked in um, to wherever you are at that time and you're trying to do whatever is possible to make sure that that place is successful, you're always, you know, keeping in mind what you would do in those situations. Um, if you were given the opportunity. And, Coach, for you, building a program, like you said, Joe Mahalik, another great guest I had on so many times in coaching, right? And, you know, tell us about built your idea of building a program. What is your prototypical Fordham Ram? What are you looking for to be the core values of your program here going forward? Yeah, uh, for, for us, it's, it's building it building slowly and building it the right way um, and, and really focusing on um, our guys as players, students, and men. And, and, and it, like you 
we don't want to overlook any one of those three. Obviously, um, you know, they, they're here because they're really good basketball players. But, you know, as they go through this, we want them to be locked into being great students um, and really actually care about getting their education uh, and then being great men and, and, and aspiring to be uh, pillars of the community and being um, capable of being out in the community and doing great things. And honestly, you know, I, I think it's something that's a little bit missing in college basketball. Um, is developing people as men and developing people to be ready for the world um, when when they're done playing basketball and even at, at its best at your best you're you're gonna play until you're 35 40 at your best um, that's another 40 hopefully 50 years um, of living and if, if you're not prepared for that I don't care how much money you make um, during that during that time you know it, it could be a tough road for you so you know my dream here is to make sure that all our guys leave here prepared. Um, to take on any task they have to take on in the real world. And, Coach, you're in a great conference to A-10, Coach. I mean, top Woo. to bottom, a great Absolutely. basketball conference. And tell us about that. And you know, you came from the big, just came from the Big East, which is a, a bear. And what A-10 is good is it's not a basketball conference. That's what's football, but it's about the basketball. So tell us about that, top to bottom, the depth of your, of your you guys' mm-hmm. league. Um, yeah, you, you just said it. it's a bear. Um, you know, it's, you know, you got, you got a lot of teams in this league that are competing to win the, the championship every year. Um, and not just that, you know, you got three, four, five, sometimes six teams that are competing for the NCAA tournament. Um, so anytime you have a conference where you have multiple teams making the NCAA tournament year in, year out, you know, you're in a competitive league. Um, you know, a lot of respect for also for the coaches in this league. We got high level coaches who have accomplished some great things. So, you know, I'm, I'm humbled to be a part of it and, Excited to uh, compete in this league. And having the ATN, having the deal they have NBC, where they see CBS Sports Network as well, it's a national brand because, you know, guys from Atlanta could come up hit up there to Fordham, easy flight from Atlanta to New York City. You know, a lot, it can be a national brand So because of the league is a national touch. So tell us about that, how the ATN helps you in the recruiting as well, being at Fordham and all schools in the league as well. Yeah. Yeah, you just said it. Um, you know, it, it's it's a national it's a national brand. The A ten is is big time. It's known everywhere. Um, so you know, for for us, you know, I, I think that being attached to all the other great schools in this league is very beneficial. Um, the success that um, some of these other guys have had, I think, is going to uh, help us in recruiting and help us uh, state the claim that you know this this league it can compete against anybody. Um, and, you know, you look at, you know, what some of the, some of the other programs have accomplished, uh, not only in the NCAA tournament, but just um, in our league and w- where the players have gone after uh, they've played here. Um, we've had, you know, lottery picks come out of this league in the last couple of years. So, you know, I, I'm excited and, I, you know, talking to other to, talking to recruits now as the head coach at Fordham, I can see that they're excited as well to be a part of it. Most definitely, Coach. How's it been meeting meet the young men on, on your roster now? Building those bonds with the guys who you're on the roster as we, as we speak now. So how's that been? Because I know we have a new coaching change. The guys are leery of, of the new guy. So how's that been trying to get to give them and get build trust to you and what you're trying to sell, build this program and get the vision for this program you're going forward? Hopefully, they'll stick around and not go in the portal. They'll give you opportunity. Yeah, honestly, it's it kind of you, you can't do it without putting in the time. Um, there's no there's no magic pill. There's no speech that you could give a kid that says, okay, snap, now you're just my guy and we're good. That doesn't happen. That's that's in the movies, you know? Mm-hmm. You actually got to put in the time. You got to talk to each guy individually. You got to take them out to eat. You got to um, get in their lives, meet their parents, meet their girlfriend, meet meet everyone that uh, kind of um, influences them 
Um, and then hopefully, you know, over time, they look at you like a person that they want uh, to have influence in their life as well. So uh, it's it, there's no magic pill. You just got to put in the time with each guy. And how cool is it going to be to actually have guys on the campus COVID willing? Because last season, as you know, you couldn't touch your guys at all till late. So this year, getting, getting skill development, actually develop their bodies, have them around you. How's it going to be to be able to implement a new system that have been a new head coach, having them be able to touch your guys and work with them from the summer into the fall there? Man, I almost forgot what it felt like. You know, you're doing things on you doing. I mean, I've done more more stuff in Zoom than I've done in person over the last year. I'm sure it's you as well. So uh, yeah. it, it's almost it's almost uh, you know you're kind of retooling and reteaching yourself uh, about being back in person and uh, being with the guys throughout the summer uh, and being throughout with the guys throughout the preseason. Personally, as a guy who um, prides himself on development, it's going to be great. Um, you know, I, I take pride. I took pride as assistant coach and being. Um, you know, locked into each guy and, um, and and trying to improve all their weaknesses and improve their strengths as well. And and that's exactly what I'm going to look to do as a head coach. Um, you know, I, I'm going to be on our, our, our assistants and each guy as well um, to make sure they're improving throughout the offseason and we're implementing our style of play. It's cool to talk to somebody, Coach Neptune, is in my age bracket because I'm 87. <laughs> you got a few years on me, but I'm 80. I'm 87, so it's like it's good to talk okay. to somebody in my in my same age bracket right now. You talk about guys is way above me. <laughs> it's good to talk to somebody yeah, I can relate to, understand. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. I'm a I'm a I'm a young guy. I've always been the young guy on our each staff, um, and now being a young head coach is right in my wheelhouse as well. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm young, but I'm, you know, I got a lot of energy and uh, a lot of vigor. So last one, you, last one for you, coach, this versus who did you have coach? The Aussies on earth when the fire, which, who did you have, man? In, in the Ice leaves, man. Ice yes. Yes. Come on, man. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. I got Ron Isley, man. Put on, uh, put him on, uh, late night. Uh, you know what? I could nothing better. Nothing better. Now. On, a, on a Sunday afternoon. Listen to listen to some of those hits. That that's that's my guy right there. Hey, coach. People don't realize summer breeze. That intro Ooh. just that intro summer breeze is just killer. Early hours of that not, guitar. Come listen, on. Now. Listen, if I wasn't on, if we weren't on camera, I try to uh, I try to sing some of it for you, but I don't think that go over over too well. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, I'm with you, man. I, I say to people, you can't top Ron Ozzy from the 50s, and then he became Mr. Biggs. So he reinvented himself and still got a hit with Snoop Dogg and their friends and family. I'm like, come on. I, I know people love the, the elements, but you can't top Ron Ozzy, Ernie Ozzy on the good side, and how they tra transcended eras and reinvented themselves over the years and still going strong. The man would be 80 years old. Still doing this thing, still fly. <laughs> you know? I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm with you on that. Coach, man, thank you for your time today. Coach, we'll do this again real soon, my brother. Appreciate it. Talk soon. No doubt. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.